Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew where you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Mr. We could use a man like Hyman Hoover again. Didn't need no welfare states. Everybody pulled his weight. G.R. Old LaSalle and great. Those were the days. To some people, 101 years seems like an eternity. But if you're someone like Norman Lear... 101 years is not only life well spent, but it was also a walk in the park. I mean, all in the family, good times, the Jeffersons, Maud, Sanford and Son, different strokes, one day at a time, the facts of life, 227, square pegs, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and her spinoff shows, Fernwood Tonight, America Tonight, and Forever Fernwood. And even, like, some of the lesser shows, like The Baxters, Palmerstown USA, The Powers That Be, Channel Umpty 3. I-, I could go on and on forever about all the TV stuff that he did, but, you know, everybody else has probably done that by now. What I really want to talk about is the fact that Norman Lear was, above all else, a champion for free speech. Now, I wanted to emphasize that because in this day and age especially... The concept of free speech seems to be continuously mutated. People are free to express themselves, but it's how you express yourselves that's being scrutinized these days. Anybody can just type a couple things out or say things on a podcast and hope that it would become the gospel truth. But Norman Lear saw something a little different in terms of free speech. He didn't see it as a weapon. He saw it as a tool, as a way to build blocks instead of breaking the blocks down. And a lot of his TV shows, especially the ones that he did in the 70s, were examples of building conversation, building a rhetoric in a way that TV shows did not do before or probably since. When All in the Family debuted in 1971, people were horrified downright horrified over the content. Hell, he tried getting the show on ABC three times before CBS wound up picking it up. And there were some good reasons as to why ABC rejected it, because the subject matter was not exactly TV-friendly. And I think the pilot was 1968 or 69, and TV was still in a state of sanitization back then. Even though a lot of revolutionary things wound up happening at that point, the door had not exactly been knocked off its hinge. But it was when CBS picked it up in 1971, and people just started talking about it. Whether it be in a good way, or a bad way, or whatever way that helped garner its attention, it got the attention. But then people started watching it more. And they started relating more to what was being presented on the screen. And it was at that point when the audience started realizing, hey, this guy's just like me. Archie Bunker is just like me. Meathead is just like me. Gloria is just like me. Even Edith is just like me, depending on who it is you ask. And basically, 
it is because of Norman Lear and because of his championing of free speech that TV started to become more realistic. Now, obviously, it's a scripted medium. There's only so much realism that can be done. But the door got knocked off the hinge the second All in the Family got on the air. And because of that, you wound up with the spinoff Maud. And from Maud, you get good times. You also have the Jeffersons and all those shows. And they're all a continuation of Norman Lear's advocation for free speech. His version of free speech is a lot different than the versions of free speech that are happening all over the world right now, where people can just spout out whatever rhetoric they want to do because, you know, (laughs) they can just hide behind the First Amendment or something. But again, Norman Lear did not weaponize free speech. He advocated for it. He championed it. And he made it a point to have it be more of a discussion and a debate instead of it being a shouting match. And that, I feel, may be Norman Lear's most important part of his legacy, is the fact that people can talk about certain things in a more public way. And, you know, nowhere was that more evident in, uh, just as an example, the episode of Maud, where at her age, she considers getting an abortion. Very taboo subject in 1973, I think that episode was. And it could very much still be a taboo subject today. And I'm no political person. I am politically neutral. But the fact that it was put on TV in a sitcom, in a, I guess you could say, down-to-earth way, you can only break that taboo once. Maybe a few more times, depending on how intense you want it to be, but again, it's Norman Lear that paved the way for essentially modern-day television. Lear did it in a way that invoked conversation and not fanning any flames of any kind. And it almost feels weird to say this, but somebody like him should exist today, but somebody like him probably should not exist today because that person's just going to wind up having to try to step out of his shadow. There's only one Norman Lear. There will always be one Norman Lear, and at age 101, he and his influence all throughout television and even throughout all of free speech will be missed. God bless you, Norman Lear, and thank you. Thank you.